How's everybody on this Christmas Sunday? Merry Christmas to everybody. Glory to God. What a great day. What a great time to be alive in the history of the world. There's not a greater time to be alive than right now in Jesus' name. Some people say, well, Pastor, I don't know about that. No, yeah, I do. When you know him, you know that's true. Amen? When you know him, you know it's true. Just close your eyes for a second. Father, we, we, we bow before you today. And we are so grateful and so thankful for your presence. We're so grateful and so thankful for what your son Jesus and his purpose in being sent to the earth was for. We're so grateful. Today, Lord, I just thank you for an anointing on this word as we bring this forth. Lord, and that there's great clarity about our purpose and our plan in the earth, what you've called us to do, why we're here, what, what, what we're here to accomplish. I thank you that it is coming forth in each of our lives from, from, from the revelation of your word, Lord. It's supernatural and it's coming to pass. I believe it. But Father, above everything, we're so grateful for you and all that you have done for us, all that you do for us, all that our future holds. We bless you. We thank you. We honor you. We give you praise. And if you believe it today, say amen. 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 And amen. <clears throat> How many believe you have a, you have a plan? That God has a plan for your life. How many believe today that God has a plan for your life? God has always had a plan for our life. Always. And today, you know, I, 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 I want to I wanna look at a couple things in, in ending our series on the crown. I want to give you a little review on it. I've got a got a short video in a few minutes that I'm going to show you in, in the middle of what I'm, I'm going to share with you. Um, but, you know, God, God, God sees every, everything in our life from right now. But he sees the end of your life right now. No, no, no. I said he sees the end of your life from right now. And he sees everything from now till the end of your life right now. And if that's true, then um, we ought to know him. And we ought to stay really close to his plan. Because I asked you just a minute ago, do you believe God has a plan for your life? Then, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I tell you, one, one thing that's come out of this year for me is absolutely consumed with every minute of my day about what he says, what he is declaring. Every minute 
of every day. I mean, I, I'm so aware of what he is saying and what he wants done, what he wants accomplished in my life. I can pray for you, but I can't do it for you. And, um, and when all the dust settles, when all the dust and everything settles, all that's going to really matter in your and my life is what we did with what he told us to do. That's all that'll matter. That's all that'll matter. See, because if 30 years ago I made, I made a mistake or I made some mistakes in my life, and I'm carrying those mistakes around with me all the time, and they're a constant reminder of what I did, and I can't get past those, I'm not hearing him. You, you can't have both. But when I realized that he forgave me before I screwed up, and he has empowered me to receive that, then I can live today like I never made a mistake back then. I said 30 years, you could say 20 years, you could say 10 years, you could say 5 years, you could say a year, you could say 6 months ago, you could say before you came to church. Because what he wants us to learn to do is to take what he did for us, apply it in our life, and like I said, when all the dust settles, all that really matters is what we did day to day. Because that produces on the other side the crown. And yet, you can live with the crown now knowing you're doing what he said. You're living your life to understand that. I gave you a definition of the word crown. In the Greek, it's Stephanos. It's the symbol of authority. It's the victor's crown. A crown is for one who is in authority. And in our case, those of us who choose to walk in his authority. How many believe that at the right hand of the Father, there is a crown on Jesus' head? There is. And he has a crown prepared for you when you step over to the other side and say this with me. It's not my time. We're not talking about the other side. I'm talking about that crown. And that crown is for you and I, and in James 1.12, it tells us that. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him and who do what he said, the things that God says to do. When all the dust settles, all that really matters is what we did with what we received from him. That's all that really matters. You know, I, I think sometimes that, you know, people live their life, let me just say it like this. 
Any area of your life where you, that you are living where in your mind you are blaming other people for your problems? Dude, I don't care what it is. I don't care what, what, what that is. Any area of your life where you're blaming others for something that is not right in your life. The only way to get over that, and, 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 and how could I tell you that and be an authority about that? Because <laughs> I've done it. Both hands are up. Done it. Have the potential to do it all the time. I have the potential to live that way every single day of my life. And the reason I would live that way is because I'm not giving glory to God and not trusting Him and not living in that safe place of the peace and the assurance of God. And that's where most people live. Most people live blaming others for what's not right in their life. I said that to you last week. I just felt the need to say it because it's so vital that we understand what he did to empower us to know how to, how, how to righteously and clearly walk and live in what is already available for us. It's not something that's later on or down the road. It's now. In Luke 10 and verse 19, he said, Behold, I give you the authority. That authority, that word authority there and the word crown that is defined as authority, they're not the exact same word, but they come from the same root word. Crown, the word crown, that authority, is the same authority that he's talking about that he's given us. So the crown that is waiting for you and I on the other side that he wants us to believe is ours now comes from the authority that he gave us and then he wants to empower us to walk in that authority every day. He's given it to us. It's not some authority I'm trying to work up. It's his authority and I'm learning to make it mine. It's mine. He said, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And he said, nothing would by any means hurt you at all. Can you say amen? So I want to show you a little video. It's some guys singing this song. I love this song. Um, it's, some, it's some guys singing this song a cappella. And... Uh, I just want you to be aware of the words because it's going to finish the rest of my word today. Just listen to this little video.
So that's the subtitle of my message today. All is well because of the birth of Jesus. All is well because of his birth. Because you can't separate his birth from his life, and you can't separate his life from his death, and his death from his burial and resurrection, and his, his, his burial and, and, and resurrection and ascension upon high. You can't separate any of those things because that was the purpose and plan. And as the song said and the scriptures say, he is Emmanuel. God is with you. That's why it's all well. And you have to be convinced of it. Every day of your life, you have to be convinced that what Jesus came to do produced for us what we needed to live on this planet. We don't have to live afraid here. We don't have to live broke and and, and, and and depressed and overcome and sick and we don't have to live those ways but we have to know he paid for it and he's given us the authority and his authority that he gave us is more than enough than anything we need to overcome anything that we face day to day I don't care what it is it's well it is well say it it is well. You need to make that a part of your vocabulary every day. It is well with my soul. It's well with my life. It's well with everything because of him, because of what he gave us. Isaiah 9 and verse 6, our foundational scripture in this series. For unto us a child is born. This is Isaiah prophesying this. A couple thousand years before this actually happened, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulder. And the word, that word government, that government of God is God's way of doing and operating in the earth. That government and seeing that government instilled in the earth, God's way of doing and operating in the earth was on his shoulders. Everything was on him to see that accomplished, everything was on this getting done. And when, when the angel came to Mary, her response could have been like Zacharias's response. But it wasn't. She let the angel know, I've never been with a man, so for this to happen, something's got to be miraculous. She said, so be it, according to your word, and no word from God will ever fail. If God said it'll happen, then it'll happen. The impossibility of that happening happened because of the prophecy that came forth from Isaiah that this God's way of doing and operating has to be reinstilled in the earth because of what Adam and Eve lost in the garden. It has to be reinstilled now, now. So that when difficult times come, like the year 2020, We've got internally what we need to handle anything that we face. I don't care what it is. 
My declaration today, somebody comes to me with a problem about this past year or the future or how things are looking, well, I may not have the answer, but the one that does have the answer is in me. We will overcome. We will get past. We will deal with this. We will not be consumed by a problem that has already produced the answer because of the authority that we've been given. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of this government, this way of doing and operate, operating, and peace, the increase of God's way of operating and the peace of God, there will be no end. How many have ever needed the peace of God? Well, I tell you what, every time you come into a place where you need the peace of God, it's stronger than it was before. It's stronger than when you needed it before. It's stronger. How, how can it be? Because he makes sure it's more than enough. There'll be no lack of increase of this. There will be no end upon the throne of David and over the kingdom. To order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward even forevermore. Now watch this. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. That word zeal is defined as great energy, enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. The zeal of the Lord will, this is Isaiah prophesying it 2,000 years earlier, it will did it happen? It willed. <laughs> it happened. It was manifested. What caused that to come to pass? The energy and the enthusiasm and the pursuit of that cause and that objective that came from the heart of God. It accomplished it. Real quickly, look at another verse of Scripture in the, in the New Testament in Romans 10 and verse 1. Brethren, my heart's desire and my prayer, my heart's desire and my prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. He desires all to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but that zeal's not in accordance with knowledge. They have an enthusiasm, they're trying to get worked up, they're, they're kind of, but it's not the zeal of God. Because the zeal of God has an enthusiasm, it has a passion that's connected to His way of doing and operating, and it's not the world's way of operating. It's not like the governments of this world. The government of God was on the shoulders of Jesus. He brought it to pass. And what he was looking for at the church of Corinth here with the Jews is for them to go beyond their natural zeal and to embrace the zeal of God and see this passion rise from within them. A person that's born again has the ability to connect to that passion that has an objective to see God's will done and nobody else's. I 
I am so glad that I do not have to live another day. I don't care what happens tomorrow. I don't have to live another day afraid, with uncertainty. I don't care what it looks like today. The passion that has grown in my heart that continues to grow is for his way of doing and operating, not mine. Less of me and more of him every single day of my life. And when all the dust settles, all that really matters, not how much you acquired here, not how successful or unsuccessful you were or anything else, what matters is what you did in passionately understanding and living in his way of operating in the earth. That's all that matters. That's the crown. I don't know about you. He wants us wearing the crown now within ourselves, knowing that it's ours now. What good is walking in authority on the other side and you lived in fear and depression and overcome by every obstacle and situation in life? What good was that that we live that way and we get on the other side and now we'll live by faith? No, that's not what he wants. Up there, there's no resistance to it. He wants you to overcome in spite of everything else. And all of this is because of the plan that was accomplished before the foundation of the world. Listen to these two verses of Scripture. 1 Peter 1.20 He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world. What does that mean? Before Adam and Eve. Before Adam and Eve. Before Adam and Eve, the plan was set up for him to take care of everything. And for that, the responsibility of that government coming to the earth before it was messed up. Do <sighs> you think he had us covered? Before they messed up. Everybody say before. He didn't say the fact. There's many scriptures that talk about what happened at the foundation of the world, of the earth that we know of. But what about before? He said, before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times. the people that lived in Jesus' day. Wow. For you and I. Before the foundation of the world, the heart of God was already thinking about you. Already had you, every plan, every situation in your life worked out already. Well, Pastor, that's just one verse. Okay. Ephesians 1.4. Just as he thought about it for a long time, reasoned in his mind, are they worth it? Didn't even flinch. 
Just as He chose us, you and I, in Him before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. The authority, the power, the dominion He gave us, it was already set in motion. The birth of Jesus and how all that would happen. The life of Jesus. the, 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 The last... 12 hours of his life on earth when he's in the garden and he goes to the father and he says daddy I mean I don't know if I can do this did Jesus really say that absolutely he said Lord if there be any other way he began in the garden to sweat drops of blood because of what he was taking on himself what he was doing what was on his shoulders was the government, God's way of doing and operating, that authority was on him. God, if there be any other way, but not my will, but yours be accomplished. In that time, that was set up before the foundation of the world that he would would make that choice. Before the foundation of the world that he would make that choice. He would go through what he went through. He ascended up on high, sitting at the right hand of the Father with that crown. Of righteousness. It's on his head. He's there doing what? Representing you and I. Everybody say it's mine. Same authority that's at the right hand of the Father is the same authority that belongs to me. Can you say amen today? The same authority. And all of this was planned before the foundation of the world. In John 10, 10, and I'm going to read it in two translations. This is what he came to do for you, and that's why, because of what I'm going to read here, that's why it's all well. Everything is well. The thief comes only in order to steal and to kill and to destroy. I'm I'm reading this in the Amplified. I came that you may have and enjoy life, may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. That's what his birth accomplished for you and I. The New Living Translation in that same verse says, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. The thief's purpose is the governments of the world. That's an easy way to say it. It's a lot more than that, but that's, that we'll say that. The thief's purpose and way of operating is the governments of the world. The government of God and the, God, and the way that God does things was on, the, was on the shoulders of Jesus. And what he brought to you, he said, my purpose is to give you, them, a rich and a satisfying life. A full until it overflows. To the full until it overflows. All along the way. And how do we tap that day to day? By embracing and learning to embrace this authority that God has given to you and I. It's not something that we just dream up. It's something that's real. The authority of heaven is in your my heart, and it is at our disposal this day. The authority 
of the throne and, and of the one that sits next to the throne. That authority of God is what is in us. That's why the plan and purposes at times that seem impossible, they need to look impossible. Everything that you face from week to week, month to month, year to year and beyond, things that seem to be impossible, they need to look that way. Because our God is the God of the impossible. When it seems to be impossible, oh, it's possible with him. Can you say amen? It is truly possible because of what he has done and what he's given. I got one last verse to read to you, but I'm I'm leaving you with this thought. I've told you this a number of times, but I'm leaving this with you. You have to have this thought. It has to be a part of you. The government of God was on the shoulders of Jesus. Now what's on your and my shoulders is the responsibility to implement that government in the earth. That government is God's way of doing You're faced every day with so many other ways of doing things in life other than God's way. You get a report on something, the world's way, if it's a bad report, a negative report, the world's way is to give in to fear, to worry, to fret, to allow your mind to be overcome with those thoughts when God's way is he didn't say that those things and those, those difficulties and difficult thoughts or ideas or things that come your way don't come. But when they come, he said, cast every care. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, he said, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to me. Come to me. Don't run from me when difficult times come. Run to me. God's way versus all the other ways. And all the other ways will lead to destruction. And when the dust settles and we haven't chosen day to day, week to week, month to month to learn to live this way, then we get before him and instead of hearing, well done, thou good and faithful servant, I don't know, what do you hear? I I, I don't get any other words that you hear but I don't care I don't want to hear anything else but that right I just want to continue to increase day to day you know what we're held accountable for before the judgment seat of Christ are the things that we didn't repent of you have all your life to repent of. you have all your life some people hear that statement and and they get all scared scared of what You have your whole life ahead of you to be able to learn how to repent and mean it. And not hold on to things and not blame people, but give God glory. Oh, man. There have been so many times in my life when I didn't want to give God glory for nothing. Hmm? I wanted to give recompense. I wanted them to pay. Wow, Pastor, you acted like that? Show enough. Frustrated, mad. 
But I've learned through the years that that doesn't produce anything. It produces nothing. And what God wants inside of you and I to believe that. That he's got your back and he's got everything in your life already covered. And he had it covered from before the foundation of the world. Before Adam and Eve were even created. You talk about a master plan. <laughs> I mean, you talk about the master's plan. He had it all figured out before any of us were even thought about. Or any of humanity. Whew, what an amazing God. So remember this verse of scripture today. I've read this at the end of every one of these messages. Now to him... Big H, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Why? Why? Because he's already done it. And I'm going to read that again with that thought in mind, because you've got to get a hold of that. Now, to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above all that I ask or think. I don't know about you, but I can ask and I can think. And I got a big thinker and a big asker. And he can do exceedingly, abundantly, above what I can ask or think. Because he's already done it. And it started before the foundation of the world. And the plan of the birth of Jesus and the life of Jesus and the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus and the ascension of Jesus was already set up before any of this was in, in motion. Any of it. That's the plan that's already won. Did he carry it out? Did he say in the garden, God, if there be any other way, but not yours, not, your will, not, not my will, but yours be done. Did he say that? And then did he walk that out? Did he take it all on himself? Did he accomplish that at the cross? Yes. He did it. So it's done. And so that's why the last part of this is the key to the first part. He's already done it. But it has to be according to the power, the authority that is working in you and I. If it's not working in you and I, then what he already did doesn't work. And it will never work if it's not working in you. You're not believing this, actively working at it, actively getting to the root of issues within yourself on a day-to-day -day basis for the rest of your life. Not until, you know, you, you've gotten a victory here or two or three or four. No. It has to be that way for the rest of your life. You will face things in the future that you've never faced before. And you need, what you need is a track record of overcoming. So when you face whatever you face in the future, you'll overcome that too. Why? Because it's, it's all on him. It's all on him. Not me. Not how well I've done it. You know, nobody's, we don't have an angel following us around and say, well, you know, he, he did it, but, you know, uh, he, did, he did this whole thing. No, 
just the fact that we did it. I'm telling you, there's some victories that I've experienced, and they were ugly victories. Took too long. But man, I got it. And I got to that, and I got through it, and I'm, I'm, I'm passionately. I've got the zeal of God, not the zeal of man. I've got the zeal of God. I'm passionate, and I'm enthusiastic that I can do it again and again and again and again. You know, and if COVID-100 comes, we can handle this stuff. You know why? Because not one step of the way, I got, I got back from Mexico on maybe the 8th or the 9th of March. And the next week, everything shut down. But not one step of the way since the middle of March has there even been this much fear. You know why? Because of the 44 previous years. Not because I was never afraid in the 44 previous years, because I daily gave fear no place. And when I did, I repented, got back up. Not even, not even, not even that much fear. Thoughts of fear, thoughts of all kinds of things. Haven't given in to any of it. Just walking. I don't know about you, but this has been one of the greatest years I've ever had. I mean, I don't tell that to everybody. Some people get mad. Because they want to tell you how bad it was. And I'm not, I'm not you know, I mean, I've had, I've had family members die during this time period, you know. Oh, a family member and, and then a couple of people that were kind of distant acquaintances that have passed away during this time. I mean, I, I, I'm not being inconsiderate about anything that's happened. But I knew many, many, many people in the past that died of the flu. And every year, more people die of the flu every year for the last 25 years on the planet. More people have died than that of coronavirus. And I don't know about you, but have you ever not been compassionate when someone passed away? Well, bad on you if you were. Ah, because he didn't have any faith. No, shut the heck up. But we will not give in to anything that is not God's way of doing and thinking and operating. We will not give in an inch. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Can you say amen to that? And we win. Amen? We win. And I believe all over this nation, everything that is hidden will be brought to the light. Every lie is being exposed by truth all over this nation. And all darkness is being uncovered by the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ because of what happened 2,000 years ago and was accomplished that was set up before the foundation of the world. That's our hope, folks. That's who we are and that's our hope.
And that's our confidence today. Can you say amen?